Corey, where is the strangest place you've ever uh, relieved yourself? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, well, you've got about four minutes to figure it out because I'm going to ask you again. Okay. Uh, Have you ever looked at a mop bucket and thought, I could ride that thing? Can't say that I have. Oh, well, we'll meet the guy who did. All right. And finally, a T-Pain song comes to life in Miami. All right. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? We sure do. Yeah. Ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. Today's first story comes to us from actionnewsjacks.com. Yeah. The Putnam County Sheriff's Office is looking for a man that broke into QI Roberts Junior Senior High School last week. All right. But because this is the Florida Freak Show, you can probably guess that there's more to this than just a simple break-in, right? Probably. And by the way, if you're eating while you're listening, you may just want to hit pause for a second. (laughs) Video surveillance shows a man clad in a Hawaiian shirt and camouflage shorts Mm -hmm. riding up to the school on his bike. And then pooping on school property before breaking in. As you do. He also relieved himself on the side of the school building. The man broke into the school's cafeteria and stole some drinks. Uh. Police say that when the mystery pooper is found, he will face third-degree felony charges for burglary of an unarmed structure. Folks are asked to call Crime Stoppers of Northeast Florida if they have any information about the Phantom Pooper. Phantom Pooper? My words, not theirs. <laughs> uh, did he consider handling his business before he broke into the school? Well, he did handle his business before he... Well, after, <laughs> I guess, is what I should say. Yeah. I mean, like, why, would, why wouldn't you just... Like, if you're going to break into the school, just do it when you're hey, there. Man, when you got to go, you got to go. But I, I, I do agree I with you. Um, you know, there's a very good possibility that perhaps this gentleman was homeless. But, but even then, all the more reason to wait until after you break into the school where there's probably, you know plumbing and yeah. stuff to to do your business in. Yeah, I'm also thinking like if this is some sort of senior prank cuz this feels very senior pranky to me. I think he has the wrong definition of senior. Oh yeah, there was definitely a receding hairline going along <laughs> with that Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah, I I would expect this more of a younger person, um yeah. maybe a recent student of the school. Sure, it do- it feels very much like the kind of mascot stealing like Sure, yeah. That you would do. Yeah, this guy looked a long way away from high school. Yeah. Also, one last thing out of all the things to steal in the school for a guy who can't control his bodily functions, maybe don't hydrate with some more drinks. (laughs) Well, I mean, better than Metamucil, I guess. Oh, yeah. Much better than that. So, Corey, what is the strangest place? I told you I'd ask again. Oh, yeah, yeah. That you've ever relieved yourself. Well, for me, it's probably like on the side of a highway, like I 70 or something like that. I've done that before. It seems very normal. Right. Just it's it's not very it's kind of not fun at all to do. What about you? Um, so on a dare once I went in the men's room at one oh. of our college buildings. Oh, this which is, is much better. I don't know if it's that much more exciting. I do have a better story though, which is um once just this is just one of those odd things that happen to you in public restrooms kind of stories. Yeah. 
Um, not a strange place to go. We were um, at a late night diner, uh-huh. uh, perhaps after a couple of beverages oh. in your hometown, actually, Corey, oh. Pancake City in Pancake Kirksville, City. Missouri. Yes. Um, whilst relieving ourselves in a one stall bathroom. <laughs> okay. One of my best friends asked me to be a bridesmaid in her wedding. Well, why wouldn't you? That's perfect. That's a perfect place to pop that sort of question. Absolutely, yes. It was very, very sweet. Anyone that's going to be in a stall with you at, you know, sometimes your most, like, you know. Vulnerable vulnerable. moment. Yeah. You want that person by your side. That's friendship. That's someone who's got your back. Absolutely. Now, I do have an ex boyfriend Ah. who you know. Yes. um, Who always said that he would never be able to run for office Mm -hmm. because he had been arrested whilst relieving himself at a late hour um, in an alley in, I think, Macomb, Illinois, maybe? Ah, Macomb, Illinois. Um, And and was arrested, I believe, for an indecent exposure because he was relieving himself in public. Um, Said he'd never be able to run for office. Clearly the standards 25 years ago for elected officials were much lower than, or much higher than they are now. Right. I mean, you you could pretty much run for office on anything now. Yeah, peeing in public is not gonna get you yeah. out of anything. Yeah. Plus, like <laughs> Mahomes a college town. Come on, it's gonna happen. Sure, absolutely. All right. Well, our second story comes to us from the New York Post. Oh. Here in Florida, it is not unusual to see people driving down busy roads on golf carts or even rascals scooters or electric wheelchairs. But 57-year-old custodian Brian Edward Cars is taking that ish to the next level. Oh, good. His Clearwater neighbors recently spotted him rolling down the street seated in a bright yellow mop bucket, which he propelled with a leaf blower and an umbrella. Boom. Cars calls the contraption his blue-collar limousine and posted a two-minute video on Facebook saying, hey, nothing like taking a cruise along Clearwater Beach after a long night of mopping floors and scrubbing toilets. Yeah. Uh, he says, by the way, that the vehicle is fuel efficient, economical, and a fun way to travel. I love the idea. And I have to ask, if necessity is the mother of invention, what do you think the need was here, though? <laughs> I mean, to get from point A to point B so that you can clean up point B? I, well, maybe you need to make some quick emergency travel. He probably should have like a little siren and a little, you know, bubblegum machine on the top. To there you really... go. I mean, a guy with the with the last name Cars, it, it's only fitting that he would make up some cool <laughs> mop bucket you know, vehicle. You know, in Florida, we see all sorts of strange things. We see golf cart parades. We've yep. got a community near us that does an annual Independence Day golf cart parade. Yeah. Um, mop bucket parade. Yeah, how much longer before we start seeing these on as seen on TV? <laughs> right? Presented by Ron Popeil. Well, right? it just yeah, it just feels like the natural fit. No, I'm loving that he's calling this the blue collar limousine. Um, but doesn't he need more than one person in order for it to be a limousine? That mop bucket's pretty small. Yeah, you can only fit one person in the bucket. Yeah. Absolutely. It's more of like a mop bucket moped kind of situation <laughs> yeah. going on. Do you wonder what the fuel efficiency on this thing is? Oh yeah, right. Because I mean, he says it's fuel efficient, it, and it and it might be. But if that if that leaf blower is gas powered, that yeah, could, that could eat into your budget. Like, a yeah, bit. a leaf blower. Um, you know they've got a two stroke engine. Yeah, girl from Detroit here talking. You knowing that uh, two stroke engine, which means you have to typically like mix the gasoline sure. and the oil and all of that. Yeah. 
Um, really bad for the environment. Oh, yeah. Maybe he'll go electric. Oh, electric leaf blower. That's right? perfect. Get the hybrid model. Yeah, because the gasoline, I, I will say you could probably get, you know, use a lot less gasoline per hour yeah. with a leaf blower than you do with an automobile. But yeah, the electric leaf well, blower I is mean, totally the way to go. You may have to sacrifice some speed, but you're, you know, keeping the environment going. Speaking of speed, ah. did you watch this video? Oh, yeah. He's hauling He's ass. Moving. He's moving. He is moving. And the yeah. whole time I'm just watching him, I'm terrified that he's yeah. going to... He's he needs to buckle in or something. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid he's going to like tip over and crack his head on the concrete. Yeah. Like, I, I listen, I, I had a motorcycle accident once myself. Yeah. I did not crack my head open, thankfully. I yeah. cracked a few other parts of my body in the process. But I think we might need to lobby for mop bucket helmet laws. Yeah, it might it might definitely need to be on the next docket. I, <laughs> I do have to say, though, with that kind of speed, it's good that he's going after that blue-collar market. I mean, it worked for Jeff Foxworthy. It worked for Larry the Cable Guy, you know, Rednecks if you love them some speed. got a bucket that yeah. you use as your personal vehicle. You might be a guy that drives a bucket. Yeah, I, it's terrible impressions brought to you by Corey and Kirsten. I, I thought mine was pretty spot on. <laughs> so since I started working from home, hmm. I have become much more attuned to the um, landscapey noises the in the goings on with the, the goings land, on with with the landscape yes the mowings the yeah. uh edging sure. the Throws not really leaf blowing yeah. but the clipping blowing yes yeah. not a lot of leaves around here yeah at our office we always have a leaf blower that comes by i think every wednesday and he comes by like later in the day which is important oh well our, ours pretty much i think they just wait for me to be on a conference call and then they start <laughs> but but it makes me wonder you know People always complain about like the landscapers or the right. neighbor mowing the lawn way too early in the yeah. morning. What is the earliest someone should be able to use their leaf blower mop bucket limousine? Oh, it's always too early, it feels like. <laughs> so whatever you think is too early, add three hours to it and then come <laughs> by, right? So definitely just a daylight hour mode of travel for him. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's only can only be that way. He's not going to sneak up on anybody. That's for no, sure. No, definitely not. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um are you familiar with the T-Pain song I'm in love with a stripper? No, I'm not, but I do love his work as the monster on Mass Singer. Oh, best Mass Singer contestant ever. So good. So good. Yeah. Voice of an angel. It, it does amaze me, though. I'm older than you, and yet you are so much more out of touch than I am. Oh, yeah. That's a given. There's a reason I'm asking about mm. T-Pain and strippers. Yeah. And it's because of our next story, okay. which is from the Miami Herald. The Booby Trap is a strip club with four <laughs> nice. locations in South Florida, including one on the river in Miami's Brickell neighborhood. And like a lot of small businesses, COVID has taken its toll. Yes, it has. The 24-hour club has had to shorten its hours, space tables six feet apart, and limit the size of groups. Mm -hmm. Dancers are even required to wear masks when performing. Huh. But there is some good news for the booby trap. Oh, good. While you might not think of a place, you know, like a strip club as being particularly romantic, mm -hmm. the booby trap made news last week when one of the dancer's boyfriends went on stage while she was performing, 
drop down on one knee and propose to her right there on stage. Of course, it was all caught on video. And of course, she said yes. She was even allowed to take off her mask to share a smooch with her new fiance. This is a very sweet story. (laughs) But do you think that the DJ played something other than Whitesnake to set the mood for this proposal? (laughs) You know, it's probably been 25 years since I have been in an establishment of this particular ilk. Okay. I'm pretty sure they don't play White Snake anymore. Oh. I mean, maybe. You're probably right. Maybe if the, the dancers sure are my I'm age, sure they've they moved they on do. To something else. Yeah, they're like, oh, we've been using this CD for quite a while. It's like, why are we still even using CDs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's on eight track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, that brings up a good point, mm. though. You know, one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Um, the reason why Pour Some Sugar on Me became a big hit sure. is because of strip clubs. Because I'm telling you. Hysteria came out. It's a, it's a mega hit album. It's got hit after hit yeah. after hit after hit. But when Pour Some Sugar on Me was released in the U.S., it really didn't do much of anything yeah. until the strip club DJs started latching onto it. And yeah. then all of a sudden, the song becomes this massive mega hit. It just, you know, it 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 just goes to show you, it tells you exactly what I've always said all these years. Strip club DJs are America's barometers <laughs> for good taste. It's always been that way. I, I have so many problems with what you just said. <laughs> uh, that's just my theory on the whole thing. I do I I do wonder, you know, it is a tough to make a strip club kind of romantic, but I think these two kind of really pull it off. I think they do, too. Just a little bit. Um, I hate to see, though, what they're going to do for the gender reveal. Oh, <laughs> that could be rough. I, I, I do wonder, though, what's going through um, the woman's mind when she's up on stage doing her thing, working, and she sees her boyfriend starting to come up on stage like, what is he doing? What is he doing? He's Don't cut into my profits. You're ruining yeah, my day. He's going to ruin. He's like, he's like, right. Exactly. I just wonder that and i'm also wondering what the other patrons are thinking while this is happening yeah it's not down like this in front buddy yeah hey, hey 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 get out of the way what are you doing come on <laughs> i'm gonna guess that marriage proposals probably aren't really that uncommon in strip clubs yeah uh, but welcome marriage yeah. proposals yeah. probably are yeah. you know it's ones like, that we're actually wanting <laughs> right yeah the dancers are paid to act like they like you they're not paid enough to act like they want to yeah, marry you. It's a gutsy call to to do a proposal <laughs> in a strip club. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, I just have to wonder about that. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Booby trap. Best name for a strip club ever? Pretty solid. Like, it is like pretty good, right? Like toolbox solid oh. like for a gay club. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a pretty good name. I agree. It's really, really good. There's a reason there's four locations. In South Florida. Marketing. Power of marketing. If you come up with a name that good, you can't, it can't be the only one. Yeah. So our final story comes to us from CBS12.com. The Marion County Sheriff's Office didn't have much difficulty solving a string of burglaries around Ocala last week. And that is because attention to detail apparently isn't a strength for 41-year-old Robert Hobby and his 23-year-old accomplice, Marcus Reeves. Okay. (laughs) Investigators say that Hobby and Reeves broke into a series of stores around the Ocala area, stealing cigarettes and lottery tickets, but they left some evidence behind. 
including tools <laughs> and a single shoe. Oh. But that actually isn't how the sheriff's office caught them. Okay. They caught the pair because Reeves also left behind his wallet and driver's license. <laughs> oh, After man. finding the license, deputies simply showed up at his home and knocked on the door. And to his credit, Reeves confessed Reeves and his mentor are now in jail, facing a total of 14 charges between them for grand theft and burglary. Oh, well, they say a good craftsman should never blame his tools. But if you're in the <laughs> middle of a robbery, you should probably remember to bring them with you. Yeah, yeah. You, you're going to need them for the next place you hit, right? Yeah, yeah I, I, I get the impression that the detectives working in this case is like, is it supposed to be this easy? Yeah. I mean, we just keep finding clues everywhere. We're finding... Like, these guys aren't going to be hard to catch. Yeah, it's like a trail of breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, except they're loaves of bread. Right. I know I've said this before, but this is like the shortest episode of Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> ever. A string of burglaries in Central Florida leaves police. Oh, oh, they left all their stuff? Never mind. Apparently, we found these guys right away. <laughs> Yeah. These guys, honestly, they are the exact reason this pod this podcast exists. They are. They are the living mascots for this podcast. They are. It should just be the Reeves and Hobby podcast. Yeah. Or Hobby and Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. Or we should give out an award for like easiest criminals to catch or <laughs> the Hobbies and Reeves Award. You uh, know, it sounds kind of like a buddy film or maybe like a, I don't know, folk singing duet. Like, yep. Fleetwood Mac with special guest Hobby and Reeves. Yeah, I like it. I, I, you know what I really like is the Cinderella turn in this whole story about leaving the one shoe behind. You know, oh, for the single shoe for for the for the you know handsome detective to find and go, oh, Hobbies and Reeves again. Do, I guess we got this one solved. Do you think the detective showed up? at his home with the shoe and asked him to try it Why, on. Why, it's a perfect fit. If the shoe doesn't fit, you must acquit. It could be. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. Like, I can understand leaving your driver's license. Sure. It falls out of your pocket. Yeah. You don't realize it until you... I mean, we've all lost a wallet or a license before in the yeah. same way. I cannot understand losing the single shoe and not realizing yeah. that you've lost the shoe it's all just so weird it, it it feels almost contrived but i do have to say that um just a just a little bit of advice if you are going planning on robbing a place maybe just leave the driver's license at home oh yeah just, I, if you're planning on getting into nefarious ways is it really important for you to have your driver's license around? Your legal identification. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, it's like, I'm going to rob a couple of places. I hope I don't get pulled over for speeding. I should probably keep my driver's license. Oh, with but me. you know what? Getting pulled over for speeding and not having your license? Yeah. You would totally get Al Capone. Oh, yeah, you would. Yeah, Al Capone, all of those horrible crimes arrested for tax evasion. It's like these guys. Rob 45 places, arrested for driving without a license. Yep. It wasn't 45. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, it's like every one of those crimes that happens where it's like got pulled over on a traffic stop and then they found tons of drugs in right. the car. Yeah. You know who I feel really bad for in this situation? Who's that? I feel bad for Robert Hobby. Because he's like almost twenty years older than his accomplice, right? Yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have like the luxury of being sort of new at this whole thing. Well, I I assume we have to assume I assume that he is a mentor of yeah. some sort. 
He has taken this young man under yeah. his wing. With sage-like wisdom. He he sees his potential. Yeah. He nurtures him. He I grooms him. I see a him. young hobby in this man. He he must really feel like he's failed. Like, yeah. I'm thinking he feels like he drafted Peyton Manning and then woke <laughs> up and realized he actually drafted Ryan Leaf. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I am not a Chargers fan. I am not a Colts fan, but you just gave me nightmares with that one. Right? Yeah. Awful. Nobody wants that. So, Corey, what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that leaving your mark on a crime scene can mean something totally different when you're a phantom pooper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I learned that Mary Poppins' umbrella, that's got nothing on the ingenuity of Florida Man's umbrella. Oh, never does. I also learned that even a strip club can be a place to celebrate your love. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah. And I learned that not every criminal deserves their own episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, no, they do not. (laughs) They do not. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and our Twitter pages. That's right. Remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, please feel free to share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. As we tell you every week, we're on all of them, so we're not hard to find. No, we're not. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm curious to know O'Donnell, reminding you that we will be back. And until then, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>